0: This is episode 18 of the Chosen People Podcast with special guest Jaden Strickland on The Single Man's Dilemma Part 2. Than that, anything maybe more recent that's occurred, um, and of course, you know that you feel that you feel comfortable sharing on this episode.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, actually, I think I think we pretty much both know what happened.
0: Kinda, I know like eighty five percent of what happened uh, because I heard some other stuff afterwards. But if you want to clear the air. If you want to just get it off your chest right here, you know, the whole truth, at least to let me know, um, you can go ahead and share it.
1: So basically. I ended up catching feelings for a sister.
0: Mm -hmm. Who shall remain nameless for the sake of um, this podcast.
1: Yes, most definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And. um, Yeah, like she wasn't like really like the type of person that i should have dated not to say that she was bad or anything but like Mm
2: -hmm. you didn't feel like like you were prepared
1: yeah i was completely unprepared unprepared for a relationship like at that Uh. at that point in time and i definitely did not have the maturity Mm. nor the confidence
0: i see so despite all that despite those things you went ahead and asked her, right?
1: No, I never did.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. That was, I guess that, that was that extra 15% that I was talking about. That I didn't know. So um so what did happen then?
1: Well nothing.
2: Oh. Oh, so you just let those feelings settle
0: and you didn't act on them?
1: Yeah, but the problem was it took like a long time for those feelings to like just fizzle out
2: Mm. was there a reason why
0: you didn't act on those feelings not to say that you should have but i'm curious to know why your impulses didn't lead you to action
1: well have you ever like needed to like ask your parents like a question But like you already knew the answer would be no, so you like (laughs) ended up just not asking.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Similar to that, uh, so you had feelings, but and you couldn't get rid of them, but you knew that it wasn't right. Um, or at least you didn't. You knew that you weren't ready for what would entail if you had asked, and even if she had said yes, but you were. You knew that the. The the most likely answer was no. I see yeah. what you mean. Well, I mean, I guess that I was pretty spot on with what I was thinking occurred. I thought, I guess that that extra fifteen percent that I was talking about was that you did take action and then that you were shot down. Um, but I guess that it wasn't that. So thank God, of course. I but
2: if
0: you uh, said that. <laughs> uh like- I forgot. I just remember that it was in the air. The I mean, because th- this was a this was a crush that you had for uh, years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, details unraveled. And then, of course, when details float in the air for too long, they can become in- in- entwined and uh, entangled. And I had come in, I think, 2016 and I actually like heard about it, maybe like 2017. So I don't think I had all the facts um but yeah
1: no it happened like after i was like after i was baptized so 2017 to like 2018
0: oh okay 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 then i was i was i guess wrong
2: um actually no
1: it was before yeah so like it was more like yeah it actually kind of was like from 2016 to like 2018.
0: okay Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm I'm putting this together now. That makes a lot more sense. Then, um. Well, first and foremost, I'm sorry that that basically tortures you, like like that you that your mind was torturing you for that amount of time. Um, did you ever think about like an encouragement date at least? Like to take her out on on an encouragement date?
1: No, huh? I didn't think about it at that time. And how Man, about I was also just like flat broke?
0: Ah, uh, I see what you're talking. Yeah, that is a factor as well. Um, and then what about just being friends, like normal, like like having her be a close friend of yours?
1: Like I thought about that, but like we're just like not all that compatible.
2: Mm. So,
0: despite the the incompatibility, you still had feelings.
1: Yeah, and it was ah. actually pretty stupid. Like, <laughs> no 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 I, it's it's not stupid no, no, right. logically i knew it wouldn't work out and they like we're like just way too different
2: mm. but, but like still. my heart
1: was like but my heart was pretty much like yeah i'm gonna ignore you said that
0: mm. <laughs> the heart wants what it wants i i understand that um but yeah
1: but heart lies a lot
0: yeah but it sounds like in the grand scheme of everything you had self restraint. Um, I think that the, like you talked about how it happened, like after, you know, you were baptized. I think that you exercised, or at least like the Holy Spirit within you or whatever conscience was talking to you, exercised self-restraint, not to act on those impulses, which takes a lot of effort. Um, I think that either it's that or maybe just a lack of confidence that you had in yourself and that the inevitable would be a no. I get that. Um, Now. It plagued you for a while, but it sounds like you're over it right now. In the way that you're speaking about it in the past tense, so what happened that made you just get over it? Was it was it moving and coming to college?
1: No, it, it was, was
0: when she went to college.
1: No, oh, actually, actually, her going to college actually kind of did help, uh-huh. considering that like she is like a year older than me so like with her like pretty much being gone it actually did like help like help get over it like a lot easier
0: okay i see and what kind of was like the nail in the coffin that made you drop it and be where you are now
1: kind of like just it was sort of like a depressive episode
2: mm. and like of feeling
0: like all hope was lost kind of like
1: yeah so like that night i pretty much just told myself like just pretty much just kill the feelings hard stop
0: oh man that's unhealthy <laughs> um i think that yeah, i mean so, it's, like you know uh, like you
1: know sorry. aaron from attack on titan and how like he's all about like freedom and like moving forward yeah yeah you try that to he females like replaying in my mind constantly telling me to just move forward from this.
0: You better go Titan mode, basically, on yourself. Um <laughs> not
1: with what's going on in the manga right now. <laughs> oh yeah. oh please don't image, spoil anything.
0: I, I'm not the spoil
1: anything, but like it's two chapters away from like ending.
0: Oh, are you serious? Oh crap. I'm yeah, I just watched I the last episode. well, I don't know when this episode will be released, but I just finished the episode um that came out on Sunday. Um february 28th which was like well zachary got blown up and then aaron now has started like the whole like new what is it new eldia
1: yeah sort of
0: yeah 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 he started you know his, his own like small little cult um of people where he just wears a coat and people follow him um but back to what we were saying of course i think i get what you mean you had the determination like aaron to move on and not let this thing plague you. That's powerful, honestly. And I think that even if it wasn't your intentionality to make it spiritual um, and to, to, do, to be doing it for Christ, at least you exercise that self-restraint that you're talking about to, to move on. Um, to, to understand that maybe, uh, you know, even if you guys were together, it probably would not have worked out. Face the problem, face the, the, the facts and then, you know, left it. So I get that. Now, when it comes to our generation, right, which I think is technically Generation Z, uh, we are by definition 21st century children. Do you feel like the average 21st century teenager or young adult should be in a relationship right now? Or at least like like I'm talking like between the ages of Let's say fourteen
1: and twenty-two. It kinda depends on them. Mm. Like if they want to focus on school, then they should focus on school. But like if they're like able to like find like a middle ground in that, then like maybe some of them should date Mm -hmm. or should be dating. Like just to like build that experience. But like nothing like should be like long term.
2: Okay. Wait, nothing, nothing, like no relationship. Should it be a long term. Yeah. What do you mean by that?
1: Like they essentially should just, like just like be using each other like as trial runs, like to eventually like develop, like like in like relationships and like actually grow as people. Oh, so wait, like, so you before, don't like actually being committed?
0: So you don't believe in like, I don't know, high school sweethearts growing up to be like married old couples. I mean. I mean, the chances are kind of slim, but... It's
1: possible, but like not really like highly recommended.
0: Okay. I see what you mean. I mean, have you seen one's work before? Because it sounds like you've no I relationships. i like, a then. few
1: of them working out.
0: Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. But at least there's a few. At least there's some. At least there's some. I think that it can happen. Uh, I mean, you know about Ife, right? Like how he's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's in a relationship with somebody right now from, my, from his high school. They are, like, compatible to the T. Um, and it's not just from their Instagram. I think it's from even just seeing them together. Like, we went to, like, pick them up at the mall one time, and, like, the way they were just talking to each other, like, they're, like, you know, kindred spirits. I think that it can happen. Um, and it, the chances are slim. Definitely slimmer when you're a young, like, 15-year-old Fortnite kid who just, like, things that you're supposed to be in a relationship, but that's about maturity, I think, rather than um, just the age, you know? Do you feel like a partner or a significant other is supposed to be what completes us as a person?
1: Um. Yeah, like, it definitely should be someone who brings out, like, the most of, like, your positive traits. Huh.
0: Actually, that wasn't the... That wasn't the answer that I was expecting you to say, which is kind of funny. Um, I thought that you were going to say something along the lines of like, oh, no, you know, it's uh, more so about what fulfills you. You know, if you feel like a a significant other fulfills you, then do that. But if you feel like, you know, your art fulfills you, then go ahead and do that. Um, Whatever is second or third in your life, which continue. But that's that's interesting. So in that case, do you feel like you haven't been fulfilled as a person for the past
2: 19 or 20 years?
1: Not just
2: yet. Huh. Okay. And to fulfill you completely, you would say that a relationship would be what, what, what what would like put that last puzzle piece in?
1: Like, I guess like over 75% of um, fulfillment.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. But not 100%,
2: of course.
1: Yeah, because like there's generally not going to be anyone that like meets 100% of your expectations.
0: Mm. Okay. So riddle me this, right? This statement here, I I just want you to say if it's true or false in your opinion. We
2: are meant to be independently sufficient human beings. True or false, and it's your opinion, so it's, you know there's no right answer. I actually don't know,
1: because mm. like there actually are some people that are like like really like just perfectly fine just being on their own. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like a majority of people like actually do like want to find like like their soulmate.
0: I I, I would actually agree with you because honestly I don't even know the answer for myself it's kind of like why I asked it a little bit that's why I wrote it down um I want to know what people's uh, uh perspectives are on that and more so uh you know for for my own curiosity because I don't know like like for example my campus ministry leader he was he, he went through kind of a long drought of not having a uh, a relationship, right? You know, with somebody, I think that he had dated somebody early in his twenties and didn't really have another relationship until last year, um, which is the person he actually ended up marrying. Uh, and they're in an amazing marriage right now, but, you know, he had a long season before that. And he would voice his concerns to me about either if he needs to be a single person, just serving in the church alone, kind of like Saul a little bit, or If he or if God has marriage in his future, and the only time we're actually like, well, uh, from what I was seeing, anyways, right? The time that he found his spouse or at least like first started dating her before they got married was literally around the same exact time that he started to accept his fate of whatever God had for his life. But you know, I think that it's it it is to each to, to, to each his own, whoever, if you believe that you can be sufficient on your own and you're not trying to just fool yourself into just saying that for the sake of like fitting a specific norm or just being single and then trying to force yourself to be comfortable in that then yeah um but if you feel like you need that type of person or you need somebody else in your life then you're right like i have my brother with me for i mean i've had my brother with me for like my entire life but like we were like you know the closest human beings that like ever existed all the way until I left for high school. Uh, we did everything together, you know? And I think because of that, I don't feel like I can fully be a human being without other people because I wasn't completely independent my entire life. Like where he would go, I would go. And then when I I would go, he would go. We usually just follow each other. We'd be like partners and, um, we sports resort, you know, whenever we went to like anybody's house, it, it, like it had to be um, a duo. So I feel like I'm, I can operate on myself, but that's just for me. You know, so I, I get what you mean. Earlier in the conversation, you mentioned that you talked to Chase and Josh, right? Both campus ministry leaders of the Broward Church and also to Mike Degree. In what ways do you feel like the church and the Bible have helped you in this season of your life? Like, are there script, specific scriptures that you hold on to, pieces of advice that people have given you, anything like that?
1: Um, it's more like themes and lessons and wisdom, like, passed down, like, through, um, like, either, like, certain, like, classes that, like, we, that like, like, certain Wednesday night classes that we had for the teams, mm-hmm. or even, like, um, just conversations, like, things I've heard, like, like, from other people, like, in campus on, like, on, like the ramifications that um, relationships can have.
0: I see. So from experience,
2: from other people's experience, you're learning through them. Yeah.
0: Okay. Are there any memory scriptures that you try to hold on to, to help with those emotions? Anything on the lines of like contentment or uh, trying to be more of a servant, uh, you know, in this life than being a self-gratifying um person looking for a relationship
1: well actually it's more like first and second samuel and the story of like david and his family it was more so like how one mistake that david made like led to um like pretty much like led to like his like family like his sons and daughters like just being like all types of like dysfunctional and messed up right
0: yeah uh Bathsheba right you know like when he was on the balcony and saw her and basically had to do a whole cover-up that ended up in I think it was Uriah the Hittite who was ultimately killed and all just because he lusted and made that mistake um I understand what you mean by that. Now, that story seems to resonate with you on the topic of being single. Does that story resonate with you because it reminds you of what you have tried to achieve that you can't have? Or does it resonate with you because you're doing what David couldn't do, which is to have
2: self-control?
1: It's actually more along the lines of um, just seeing like potential consequences.
2: I see of of what
1: like of of lust. Yeah, and impurity in general. Hmm. I see. Another thing that I also like look at is like it's not exactly like biblical, but like it's it's pretty much like stories uh, on Reddit about like men who like go through um infidelity <laughs> and how like it kind of like it kind of like just destroys them on the inside.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, sin finds you out anyway. Um, And sometimes it's to humble you and sometimes it's to embarrass you enough to get you to, to to move. And those things are caused by God, of course, which sound like bad things, but they're not done out of hatred. They're done out of love. I get that. Um, I had a friend who, well, technically not a friend, I don't want to consider him as a friend who cheated on his girlfriend and was found out. And I think, well, he wasn't kicked off the football team, but like he left the football team because of the embarrassment that he faced. Um, this was back in my old high school at Cypress. I felt so bad, but at the same time, I felt kind of happy <laughs> for the um, for the girlfriend, at least because like you shouldn't be. <laughs> I don't know. I just never understood cheating. Maybe I have some type of, um, some type of a bi- bias from being, you know, single entire kind of life, but like thinking like if you're in a relationship with someone, right, you have this loving person next to you who you're spending, you know, your time with, and they're choosing to spend their time with you. And you guys are having a healthy, um, discourse about different things. And even if you do fight, you know, like, 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 at least you're able to, to make it up, but of course, like like ultimately you have this other person that you're having an intimate relationship with, and then you choose to squander that over somebody else, even if that other person right is better. What did you choose before? Like what was you have to remember what was so evident and special about that person that you chose initially that attracted you to them and made you feel like, this is the person I'm going to hold on to despite. What other persons what other people come my way, right? I think that people sometimes treat relationships as less of a trying to, um, you know, like find their soulmate and trying to find somebody who they match with on a spiritual level, and more so like a, like a, oh, do they check my checklist? Like, are they six feet tall? Are they, I don't know, good at sports? Are they, like interested in Pokemon the way that I'm interested in Pokemon, you know, like like at least things that you can. Like, I, I don't know. I just that's, that's always confused me why people choose to do that and also too because like you're you're being sneaky about it behind this person who you loves back. Like, wh- are you mean to marry them or not? It just
1: yeah, eh. cause like it makes no sense. Because I've listened to like stories on like both sides of it, and it's like. And it's and it's especially strange from the people like who um like admit like that they cheated and like and like they're talking about it like on Reddit yeah and, and like and then they like, brag about it no like not even bragging but like they actually like feel guilty and like want to fix things oh and, like, I it see. makes no sense because like they describe like their um partner as perfect mm-hmm. but then like they describe something else and like they go on and cheat and then they feel bad about it yeah exactly it's it like ends, it doesn't yeah make and sense. When it ends up happening like their partner leaves them. Mm-hmm. and they're like i had this but like i wasted it on someone else yeah and it's like so like anything what i've learned is that like cheating isn't like a single choice mm-hmm. it's a series of multiple choices
0: yeah and you're gonna be found out either way too like if you try to be with this person right suppose that you're successful in your cheating endeavors right and you do it for i don't know a year or whatever and that person wants to make that relationship serious or you know, like, like, this is the person that you want to spend your entire life with, apart from the person that you call your girlfriend or boyfriend or significant other or whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. And I like, mean, like, I've seen this destroy, like, not just a single family, but extended families as well. So I'm like, why? Right. Yeah. Because no one's going to be happy when, like, a, when, like, an unexpected, like, affair fair baby, like, shows up. <laughs> nope, yeah. Literally, no one's going to be happy.
0: Uh-huh. Little and baby then, like, Ryan then, like, just then, like, becomes like the, the, the hated one of the family because nobody yeah. wanted him in the first place.
1: And then, from a legal standpoint, when like the person like actually ends up dying, and then like the kid like gets like entitled to um, like pretty much entitled like to an inheritance that like would have stayed like in the family like of for of like their actual children. So, like, oh yeah, <laughs> it just um, brings like so much heartache for like no reason. Yeah,
0: and maybe maybe we're biased. I mean, being single men, maybe we don't fully understand it, but I feel like we're both very sensible people. We both have working brains, and we both at least know how relationships work, uh, from you know an outsider's perspective. And ultimately, like I don't know, like I'm I'm, literally, I'm tapping my head right now because I don't understand the I've never understood. I've talked to people all my entire life about this. I don't get how you can be able to just sacrifice what you have that's special with somebody for something that, you know, isn't technically yours. You already. You know what? I'm not doing this. (laughs) Never mind. Um, Trash. (laughs) So um, anyways, no, but I, I, I understand what you mean. I think that there's just there's there's no purpose. There's no purpose behind cheating. Uh, and I think that if you know, when the time comes that both of us do find um our partners in the future, I pray that those people just are the people that we become satisfied with uh for the rest of our lives, as God means for it to be, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that. Oh wait, sorry, there's actually one more question I want to ask. Um, so how can we, right, people like you and I, as single people, avoid being defined? by our relationship status like kind of like how you were in the 8th grade
2: um
1: i don't know cuz like putting a st- like putting a definition on a status of someone like based on whether like they're in a relationship or not seems like kind of like it kind it comes off as like really immature
0: yeah yeah it's childish it's kind of like if people just Judged you
2: based on your, I don't know,
0: ice cream preference. Like, why? <laughs> you know, like, I think that well, when it comes to some things, right? Like, maybe, like, I don't know, pizza toppings. I think that people who put pineapple on pizza need to have their brains checked and, like, at least gain some type of understanding of what food is. But that doesn't mean that I'm supposed to completely like disregard this person as a human being. Like they're still they still have value. And they're they're just because they choose to put pineapple on pizza doesn't make them a completely bad person. It doesn't mean that I can just infer about them now that they're that they're lazy or that they're um irresponsible or that they're lonely. Right. And sadly, that's exactly what people do with, with 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 relationships. And you know, when people get called out, like, oh, he's a virgin, oh, he's never had a date before. Um, uh, things like that. I mean, what if those things are deliberate choices or religious choices that those people have made um for their lives? Like like it's not just by chance that they're doing that, like they're they're deliberately doing that, or they have the inability to do it. I have a friend who like kind of was distraught the other day because they were telling me that like due to their disability they cannot bear children and they've always wanted to bear children but i mean are you really gonna like judge a person based on that inability like that especially that that, ability, that inability that they have that is outside of their control that might now define what type of relationships they can have in the future that might define even what type of enjoyment they find in life um and absolutely it it has an impact on their happiness as a whole for the rest of their entire life. I mean, like, especially those who come from the perspective of do of actually having a significant other. Like, I think that it's just wisest to, you know, of course, like stay in your lane. But that's that's advice for them. Advice for us as single people, um, I think, is to find ways to make life just as enjoyable as we would imagine it to be with a romantic partner. Um, and I say that, I say that because you need to learn. I think that for us, we need to learn how to live our lives without, you don't have to have that person in your life to completely fulfill you. Um, I say that for everybody. I think you can find that same type of enjoyment in a job. I think that you can say, uh, you can absolutely find that same type of enjoyment in service in the church. Um, and, also, too, like this is this is something that I was hesitant to say. Didn't know if I wanted to say it or not, but I'm going to say it. Don't go completely out of your way
2: to find a partner. Like, don't make it
0: your life goal. Don't put so much value on it. Like, as if it's life or death, or that you know you're going to that you're going to die without one. Some people put that type of value on relationships, like, oh, I'll never be loved. You know, like we see, like, the, we see the we see the movie archetype all the time. It's not well, you know, I don't want to say it, but again, I'm probably biased to being a single person, but it's not that deep. <laughs> it's not, um, it can feel that deep. I understand that, you know, for a lot of people, it can feel that deep. You feel like you need it, yeah, but a
1: partner. like in reality, it's really just shallow, yeah. And, and I'm not, and I, and like I'm not you saying you need to take it all that seriously.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, and we're not saying it because, um, you know, we ourselves have gone our entire lives without a partner or whatnot. I think it's because we found enjoyment in other things that are not, you know, a girlfriend. I have found enjoyment in service. Uh, last, I think it was like, like either like last summer or two summers ago, two summers ago, I went to like a food um, pantry. And I went to this like homeless shelter, you know, like where they were like, uh, washing dishes and stuff. Right. And I had like biked like 30 minutes just to get there. I feel like the time that I spent there was like one of the few moments in my entire life where I was like, man, I'm like exactly where I need to be right now. You know? And if I need to have a girlfriend just to, to feel like that, no, it's not, it's not ideal. Especially, you know, like with like the with, like you said, like with the things that you see in relationships, like people fighting and, um, and and, and disagreements and the and uh, the dysfunction, you know, that comes with it. But the entire headache, it's not, it's not worth it. It's not. So, I agree with you. Um, but yeah. So, throughout this entire conversation, actually, I think that I've learned a lot. I, for one, as a single person, I think I feel much more comfortable now being in. Um, be, like playing the playing the single card in my twenties or in my early twenties right now, not feeling as insecure about it, especially because I know somebody else right now who's going through the exact same thing and is doing fairly well. Um, at least when it comes to acceptance, and maybe maybe not like the numbness factor that you're talking about. I think that's I don't know if that's um, healthy uh, enough, but the, the 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 contentment part that you're talking about, I think. Is something that I want to emulate in my life too. Not feeling like I need to have um, another person just to be able to fulfill me, but to find fulfillment in other things, in, in other healthy things, of course, right? So I just have two more questions for you just to wrap up the podcast. One of them is one that I just ask everybody at the end. But the first one that I wanted to ask you is what do you feel like, in your opinion, is the most important lesson that you've learned as a single person?
1: I guess I'd say, like, it's to, like, learn how to, like, take your time and, like, take things slowly and, like, just mm-hmm. really, like, search for what you want to do or what you truly want.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. Wow. And for my last question that I just ask everyone, if you can go back in time and you could see your younger self coming out of that water right at the Broward Church of Christ, um, you know, out of the the, the baptism pool. And you were able to see yourself, your younger self, face to face. What advice would you give yourself?
1: I would definitely say learn how to be like independent,
2: more independent than you already were being since the eighth grade.
1: Yeah, and like not to like like basically not to base my faith off of off of like what other people are doing in the ministry.
0: I see. I see. So being happy where you are and being content
2: with what you have. Yeah. Oh, wow. that's
0: powerful. Uh, something that I wish that I would tell myself too, with a lot of different circumstances, just outside of being, um, being single. But yeah. Well, thank you, Jaden, for being on this episode with me. This was actually truly a pleasure. I think that I've learned a lot, and my um. my 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 single my single audience i guess will also to be able to take a lot from uh, away from what we talked about today and hopefully be able to apply it to when it comes to contentment when it comes to obedience um in god and finding relationships that fulfill us that are not that don't have to be romantic so so yeah so thank you thanks jaden
1: thanks for having me
0: All right, that wraps up today's episode of the Chosen People podcast. Please make sure to share this episode with someone you think would benefit from what we talked about today. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow this podcast and so never miss a new episode. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else, make sure to subscribe as well. This episode is just minutes of your time wasted if you only listen. So if you haven't already, I strongly encourage you to use what was taught today and apply it to your lives. And a quick reminder to you all. No matter what religion or race or creed or gender you are, you are loved by God. It's corny, I know, but it will always be true. He cares for you. And no matter what happened yesterday, we are a new creation in him today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with a new episode. And as always, spread love and live chosen.